Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. Mm, yeah. This glass is yeah. covered in water spots. Oh, classy. It's going to shine nice. her up real quick. I am recording in a new space. You are. Today, but who are tonight. you? What were you raising oh. a barn? Fuck it, whatever. I'm Kenyon. <laughs> She's back in the States, people. I'm back. <laughs> She's disoriented and back in the States, and she's jet-lagged. I'm back it. in the States. No COVID symptoms thus far. Knock on wood. You've been here for like 72 hours. Well, yeah. 72 hours, so good. Yep. I like and it. And quarantining in the Catskills before going to Louisville. And Love feeling it. good. Mm-hmm. I'm uh. Lucy, and I'm also feeling good. Yeah. Could have been that huge glass of wine that I just had before we started <laughs> recording. Yes. Oh, Always helps. I Get lubed didn't up. didn't have that mm-hmm. yet. And I'm Amanda, and I'm sober <laughs> for now. <laughs> You're the blue one. <laughs> the blue one. The blue-haired little hoe. Blue-haired little hoe. According to Nancy Grace. <laughs> okay. So uh, we are really excited about the topic this week. Mm-hmm. It is a very special fan pick brought to you by Brian Stambaugh. Brian Boitano. Stambaugh. Boitano. I stand by this topic. <laughs> I, I stand, stand by you. <laughs> I stand by you. Okay. And now Sherry Oki. One more. I stand by you. <laughs> okay. So, Brian, who Special is thanks. probably no longer a fan of the show. Uh, <laughs> they just turn it off. Selected Not the topic. <laughs> just, mm. Mm, yeah. Selected the topic of hypnosis crimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to be hypnotized during mm-hmm. this episode. And if yeah. it's unsuccessful, I want my money back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like it to involve um, like motivational utterances. You know, like I want to be. Knocked the fuck out, but I can do that with drugs. So with my hypnosis, I want a little psychological element to it. Can you hypnotize my uterus into no longer excreting? It's lining. Lining? We'll Mm -hmm. we'll get to it. Oh, good. Okay. I'm glad because that's my life right now. Yes, thank you. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get right to the alcohol because Amanda sure needs it. So, I do need it. What is our wine crime pairing for hypnosis crimes? We are drinking the Diviner Cab Sauv from Wink Wine Club. Diviner? Which we, diviner. Uh, like diviner. to divine. Yeah. I think it's Diviner, but okay. I think it's tomato, tomato, and uh. Diviner sounds weird, and I've only heard it Diviner, like 
divine intervention. So that's what I'm going to go with. Like a divining rod. Yeah, I'm not looking for water. I'm looking for answers to life's big questions. And I'm <laughs> going to find them content. at the bottom of this bottle. <laughs> um, quick reminder for you new folks that Wink Wine Club is an amazing online wine club that literally delivers wine to your door or your local Walgreens or maybe the front desk of your office if that's back open. Mm-hmm. Wherever you might need it. To be delivered. Um, <laughs> they have an incredible and ever-changing inventory of wines that uh, I think is actually really fun to look at right now as we're like moving deeply into summer because mm-hmm. a lot of their like rosé inventory is real hot to trot right now. Hello. So good. Mm-hmm. But yes, we are drinking a Kavsov. Um, And if it's your first time ordering from Wink, you can get 20 bucks off your first box by going to trywink.com forward slash gals. That's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com forward slash G-A-L-S. 20 bucks off your first box. And if you put four or more bottles in your cart, they take care of the shipping. And you can buy a la carte bottles or you you can become a member and get member pricing. And be a fancy bitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love my Wink member. Membership, and mm-hmm. I want you to be on my level. My fridge is constantly full of wink wine, and I love it. Also, I... makes really great gifts. It really does. I'm gonna like, order mine right now. Yeah, yeah, hop on there and get some more wine. Yeah. I filled my cart this afternoon too. Mm. Um, so this Kabsov has tasting notes of blackberry, oak, and rosemary's baby. Oh, <laughs> this is a bold fruit forward cab with an earthy balance. That's where a lot of that like rosemary palette is going to come in. This cab comes from California's Santa Inez Valley, which is in Santa Barbara County and is home to the greatest concentration of wineries in that county. And mm-hmm. Santa Barbara is a huge winemaking county as a whole. And so that small Santa Inez viticultural area has the highest concentration of wineries in that spot. All right. Pretty fun. This is a single varietal wine, which means it's 100% Cab Sauv. And since we have had this one before, but a different vintage, um, and we've talked about Cab Sauvs a lot, I want to talk about the like churning process that's used with the making of this wine and with many wines. It uses something called pump-over fermentation. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Bear with me. <laughs> I've had a pump-over uh, date or two. Yeah. <laughs> get a leg over, get a pump over. Less uh, work for me, quick, honestly. Real quick pump over. I really I don't mind a pump over because I can stay there and finish that episode of Bob's Burgers while they're just doing their pump over thing mm-hmm. and I don't even have to be involved. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. TV's on, um, you're golden. You're sailing. Yep. Uh <laughs> little pump over while you're watching like Con Air. That's a really good combo. Oh yeah. So pump over fermentation means that while in the tank, the wine is pumped through a hose. So the tank is in this area, which no one can see. Um, And then there's a hose (laughs) essentially attached to the bottom side of the tank that loops back over into the top of the tank. Sure So it's cycled back. (laughs) It's cycled back into the tank at the top, which results in a more intensely flavored wine with higher amounts of tannin. This method also allows for more control, hello, over the force of the circulation. So the winemaker can vary the end result by either gently cycling the tank or a Aggressively stirring up the fermentation. You gotta mix it up. Mix you gotta up mix it up. Shake it momentum. up, yeah. yeah. Variation. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is the more popular uh, 
method as opposed to the old school punch down process, which is a by hand stirring that keeps the skins from getting too extracted and integrates very little oxygen throughout the tank, which results in a much less intense end result. This yeah. is a pretty uncommon. Hand pumps are definitely less intense. Le- less intense. <laughs> it's a pretty uncommon method once you get into your 30s because it's also just a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not Leave wasting my good high school. My good hand lotion on you, bub. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, the worst. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. No, I'm not you wasting go get my your, good. Go get your jerkins at CVS <laughs> oh. and leave my <laughs> malin gets out of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I don't okay. want your dick smelling like olive oil. Go away. No. Yeah. Well, that I don't mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a popper, so I highly recommend acquiring a nice pop wine key from our online store, wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com. Ugh. And I am really going to try here. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Here, yep. Callie's just making a bed for herself behind you. Making oh, biscuits. There she goes. Oh. Are you spinning? You spinning? You down? Yeah, you're yeah. down. For She's now. Okay. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> nice. Nice pop. pop. Vaginal pop. It, it yeah. was a little vaginal. But it, yeah. Not queefy, though. Mm, Tart. My, but, good my pop last week was real queefy. Mm-hmm. Your old yeah. man airy Just fart. Just my old man fart. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, cheers. 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 I'm going to let this open up just a touch. That's going to be good, though. Ooh, look, how, like, look how hatch. juicy that beauty is. It's Ooh. very, oh, that looks good. It's very uh, disorienting going from middle of winter to middle of summer. Yeah, overnight. and yet you're still in a sweater. Well, it's in the Catskills. We've got a nice cross breeze going. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> All right. Lucy, what's the background inside? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Before we get into a tangent about Catskills cross, cross breezes, breezes from Kenyon for the next hour. <laughs> Take it away. Uh, right. She just starts like gently brushing her $1,000 wigs in the Catskills <laughs> discussing cross I breezes. Do Feel, I do feel a lot like Moira. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when is your next Crow movie coming out? <laughs> <laughs> Going to Serbia to shoot. The Crows have eyes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Whew. All right. We're going to get into it. So just bear mm. with me. It'll be worth it, I promise. So the state of hypnosis is a trance-like condition involving focused concentration, reduced peripheral awareness, and an enhanced capacity to respond to suggestion. Count me in. It's essentially (laughs) guided meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hypnosis is also referred to as hypnotherapy or hypnotic suggestion. Mm-hmm, when it's used mm-hmm. for medical purposes, it's usually executed with the help of a therapist using verbal repetition and mental images. Stage hypnosis is when a person is hypnotized in front of an audience as a form of entertainment. I'm not going to get into stage hypnosis, mm-hmm. really. Well, it's so crazy. Like, that's where I kind of draw the line. I feel like I could see it working under, like, the perfect conditions in a very controlled setting where it, like the the subject is really primed 
you know, Mm -hmm. but like just plucking someone out of an audience and doing it on stage. I don't see how that could possibly work. And I can see how they were likely planted there. Yeah, Yeah. it's got to be fake. It's probably fake. And we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of get to it. We'll graze to it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Address your emails to Derek. (laughs) I won't be responding to them. Um, okay, so contrary to how hypnosis is often portrayed in movies and TV, you don't actually lose control over your behavior when under hypnosis, and you generally remember your thoughts and actions afterwards. It's not Boo, It's not magical. It's not really mystical. You're not out of control. Okay. So that's kind of going back to the stage hypnosis. <laughs> yeah, fuck this. <laughs> No, I put on my headband just for you. I know you look so cute. <laughs> you do look so cute. It'll it's co- killing me. It'll come into play in a little bit here. Uh, yeah, it's not magic. It's again, it's it's guided meditation, really. Mm-hmm. So, just a quick cut to some interesting history. The word hypnosis is derived from ancient Greek to put to sleep. Isn't like every word derived from Greek. ancient Greek? Isn't that a or bit Latin. in my big fat Greek wedding? Yes. With with the Windex. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna rewatch that. What a classic. It is. It actually reminds me of your dad, Amanda, because we watched it. I know he loved that movie. (laughs) And he was. We watched my big fact. Not even not even close. We're French and Swedish and Dutch. French Canadian. Yeah, no, we are actual French on my dad's side. Oh, it's okay. my mom's side where the, the trash the comes in. The yeah. trash. <laughs> Sorry, my Suzanne. My mom's side is the trash. She knows. She knows. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We all know where the trash comes from. <laughs> Canada. So the word was coined in the 1820s by Etienne Félix Denin de Cuvillère. Ever heard, Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? That that started to put me to sleep. That is a name. That name that is a name. That name started to <laughs> uncoil my microphone. It's I literally watched it turn. It's a terrible name. It, We're gonna get a- to a lot of over-the-top French names in my case. Wonderful. Well, I've kicked it off really nicely here. <laughs> I'm going to drink more. Uh, one of the first hypnotists was Franz Mesmer, a German <gasps> doctor who had theories on what he called mesmerism. Yeah. And yes, that's where the word mesmerize comes from. Yeah. Yes. From the it Greek, from- Franz Mesmer. <laughs> <laughs> he was German, but okay. <laughs> like I said. We're German. Uh, so mesmerism, uh, a.k.a. animal magnetism, is the belief mm. of various, like, invisible natural forces. So just Got all that kind of supernatural shit stuff. Yeah. This wine is so good, you guys, by there- the way. There was, I'm so happy for, I love that for you. I love this for me. I love this journey for me. (laughs) There was also a Scottish, quote, gentleman scientist named James Braid, who defined hypnotism as an abbreviation for neurohypnotism or nervous sleep. Okay, every night of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Nervous sleep. When I cool. when I skip my meds, it's nervous sleep. Yeah. Or nervous shits. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just nervous 
everything. Next time I tell you my shits are hypnotizing, you can tell (laughs) that I'm not having a good day. (laughs) Just a coil. Just a massive Tesla coil. a question mark. I've shit a question mark before. We've all shit a question mark. Yeah. Yeah. With with the perfect dot, the second dot. Yep. Uh, Mm -hmm. Amazing. I love when my turds look like perfect punctuation. The real trick would be shitting an interrobang. That's mm-hmm. true. It, I mean, when you take a look at your dumps, it's like reading tea leaves. It like <laughs> tells you so much <laughs> about honestly your past, present, and your future. I use more like punctuation in my shits than I do in, in my, my text bowl. messages. Same. Yeah. Literal <laughs> same. Today there was a comma. Grammarly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, our next sponsor. (laughs) So uh, James Braid defined hypnotism as, quote, a peculiar peculiar condition of the nervous system induced by a fixed and abstracted attention of the mental and visual eye on one object, not of an exciting nature. So zoning in on something for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Like when you the watch swinging. a fire. Yeah. That is so mesmerizing. It's mm-hmm. hypnotizing. Mm-hmm. I love watching a fire. And there is so much fucking cool history about hypnotism that I couldn't get into it. So I'm thinking that that's going to be a good spooky little bitch topic for the future. Oh, yeah. <gasps> yes, like yes, 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 yes. Just to plug yes, our yes, Patreon yes. page real quick, you get access to a bunch of bonus content mm-hmm. if you contribute at any level, including spooky little bitch. Yep, 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 yep. And yep, yep, a yep. mansplaining, drunk dives. Yep. Coming. It's ad-free coming. gag. All uh, that. Some, some live shows that we only release on Patreon. Mm-hmm. So fun. Yeah, whole bunch of shit. Oh, mm-hmm. So much. Okay, so according to the Mayo Clinic, hypnosis can be used to help a person gain control over undesired behaviors or to cope better with pain or anxiety. Some mm-hmm. specific things that hypnosis has been studied for include stress reduction before a major medical procedure such as a mastectomy which you would also be you know understandably nervous for potentially Mm -hmm. pain control for conditions like ibs fibromyalgia or burns like chronic pain kept coming back in in my research for things that hypnosis really helps interesting it can help hot flashes god bless Oh, God. You know I get a tax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can it help <laughs> with your scarf purchasing addiction? <laughs> Anytime I think about hot flashes, I think of Kenyon's mother at the Mall Always. of America. Sweet, oh, sweet she Momar. Can't, she cannot go shopping. When we Any, walked oh. past a Bed Bath & Beyond. No, not a Bed Bath & Beyond. A Bath & Body Works. Yep. Oh, she smell. lost her mind. She could smell it from like <laughs> half the mall away. And then she just whips around and goes, no, no. You know I get a tax. You know I get a tax. No. And just goes she in the can't. opposite direction. And we're like, what are you even we didn't even see the store yet. We we also weren't 
trying to go into the store. We had no interest yeah, in going into that store. you can smell that cherry blossom from mm-hmm. blocks away. I and she's it. amazing. As bad oh. as Yankee Candle. So bad. It gives me a headache immediately. Yeah, but, but it's not great. But so yeah, much pumpkin. The worst was when I was like, you know, too young to go to the mall by myself, but like still wanted to get like back to school clothes or whatever. Mm. And so my mom would have to take me and that we'd go to like express, you know, for like the mm-hmm. back to school shop and limited the, to. Yeah. <laughs> the lights are like so hot and like the music is always like bumping and yeah. my mom would just. It's- a club stand clutching her purse like this <laughs> to her chest in the front doorway of the store and like peeking her head out into the hallway for fresh air. Oh my god, I can picture it That's, so yeah. perfectly. My mom went into an Abercrombie and Fitch by accident one time, Wolf. and that was her reaction too. Mm-hmm. There's like, a smelly store. I'm kind of glad that's like completely bankrupt now. Mm-hmm. And the owner was like a horrible monster, right? Yeah, I think it's gone. I think it's dead in the water. Anyway, that moving store on. Smells like teenage premature ejaculation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which would explain <laughs> why I was super into it in like tenth grade. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really formative for my sexuality. So many puka fierce, shell necklaces. The fierce cologne. I can't. Yeah. We'd go in and just spray a card with the fierce Rub it on our neck. And just like pretend that we just like made out with like a 25 year old. It was in <laughs> retrospect really gross. I never, I never engaged in this activity. Mm, well, Not a one. Add it to Not the a list one. of shit Sailing that crimes. you <laughs> escaped from. It's a oh. long list. I am grateful. Okay. I'm grateful. Okay. Hypnosis. Back to hypnosis for treating <laughs> medical issues. <laughs> Okay, mental health conditions like PTSD or phobias, mm-hmm. cancer treatment side effects, so like radiation, chemotherapy, hypnosis mm-hmm. could potentially help with the the pain management of that. Oh, mm-hmm. or like maybe nausea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And behavior changes like quitting smoking or overeating or bedwetting, behavior check. things. Mm-hmm. And check, check, check. Uh, yeah. Bedwetting? Are you okay? I'm joking. I don't okay. smoke or bedwet. I wet the bed in a different way. I definitely way. overeat, I sweat <laughs> the bed. I sweat the you bed do. so hard. Well, yeah. I want you to keep these things in mind for the second half of my segment. Ooh, okay. Hmm. My bedwetting problem really needs to be addressed, so I'm glad we're finally getting to the meat and potatoes I am too. Here. <laughs> There's a reason we need separate hotel rooms when we go on tour, and it's not because we don't get along. It's, it's because the of gas. Bed- I'm an adult bedwetter. It's the gas. And the gas. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, and the three-hour baths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So hypnosis is particularly helpful when used in tandem with other forms of therapy like cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. There are some risks associated with hypnosis. Uh, for example, it may not be appropriate for a person with severe mental illness. Mm-hmm. Mm. So probably not good for like Amanda. May- yes. Maybe like <sighs> schizophrenia or someone who already is having trouble kind of with reality versus... I was going to say, I imagine if someone's having a hard time staying, like, rooted in reality, Mm -hmm. that hypnosis would be very dumb. Right. 
to practice on that person. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And Dangerous. Shit. I will state. Repeatedly, this is a blanket statement for my whole segment. I am in no way a trained or licensed therapist. Mm-hmm. So yeah. don't take my word for literally any of this. We mm-hmm. are just fucking around. Next. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, next. Hypnosis <laughs> may also cause dizziness, drowsiness, anxiety, ironically, or creation of false memories. Mm. Hypnos- that should be its own episode. I would love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I have a quick list. anecdote. Have either of Ooh, you okay. been hypnotized before? No, no, not that I know of. We had a hypnotist at our senior celebration or whatever after graduation, and it didn't it didn't work on me anyway. Someone danced like a chicken. Oh. Jens. Yeah, probably that was for <laughs> attention. <laughs> Who is for sure listening? Hi, Jens. Hi, Jens. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was. We Jens. know it, was it doesn't you. matter. Um, Wait, that was you. Speaking of false memories. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I was attempted to be hypnotized one time. There was a woman who I worked with who was, mm, I'll just say that she had a, she boasted about a lot of degrees from like transcendental schools. Okay, if Karen at the office offers to hypnotize Mm -hmm. you, I'm going to go ahead and recommend a polite no thank you. Well, no, it's like you got to keep, it's like following like wackadoos on Facebook from high school that you don't talk to anymore. You gotta mm. just yes and those people. No, this yes. is dangerous territory. So this woman, single parent, didn't have a lot of money. She had two children. I offered to babysit for her. She asked me to babysit, whatever. I babysat her children one day. <laughs> I assuming, sat on her baby. <laughs> assuming that I would be reimbursed in cash as no. babysitting usually, you know, that's the social contract, she yes. Paid right. you in hypnosis? Yes. Or she tried to hypnotize you out of wanting to be paid. She oh. paid me in <laughs> hypnosis. Oh. No. It was a hypnosis slash past life reading. Was slash she trying, herbal life presentation. Was she trying to convince you that you don't need money or material <laughs> things. Let go of earthly material possessions and you, put them in my hands. You guys. <laughs> I drove to her house. She had to wait till her kids were in bed. So it was like 930 at night. Oh, no. no. Drove to her house. She had me lay on her couch in the in her living room that was had a lot of porcelain dolls. No. So I, I was already really disturbed. Out of there. I had to pee so bad. <laughs> so I'm laying there and she was like, and the room was Did dark, whatever. Did cause your bed wetting? <gasps> I don't think I wet the bed. Because I don't think no, Corey knows me. how to do laundry. So I yeah, think accurate. I would have noticed know. by now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Maybe I can hypnotize him into doing laundry. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she tried to like guide me through this past life, whatever the fuck. And I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. So I just made it up. Yeah. I was like, I'm a, I'm a little girl. I'm wearing a yellow dress. Where's my, where's my papa? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and she you goes. You could argue that this was just like 
your yeah. free form subconscious memory speaking through you. It was a hundred percent bullshit. I wanted to get the fuck well, out of there. You it had to like get the Ouija ideas board. from somewhere. Maybe your past life was giving you the ideas for the bullshit. How do you know? Maybe after we How were, do you know? I know. But afterwards she was like, Well, I've never had somebody be so receptive so quickly. You're an incredible so open. student. I'm like <laughs> Okay, bye. I'm quitting my job uh-huh. to get away from you. <laughs> she's pro- she's probably still telling people about what a great success. Right. How she changed your life. Probably in was. prison, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that not. was my hypnotism story. I'm not super, uh, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Zero out of ten would not go back. <laughs> would got not go back. <laughs> Wish I got stabbed. Would yeah. be more likely to go back. Uh-huh, got it. So got hypnosis it. is a form of therapy for retrieving and processing early trauma is controversial in the medical community for obvious reasons. Also mm-hmm. ties back to the false memories thing. There are some competing theories about hypnosis and the degree to which your mind like changes. Altered state theories view hypnosis as just that, an altered state of awareness that is markedly different from the ordinary state of consciousness. Alternatively, non-state theories basically say it's a placebo effect or a form of like imaginative role enactment. Sure. Yeah, I kind of I can see it. See yeah. that. Almost everyone in the field does agree that there that at least there are at least two stages of hypnotism, which first is induction and second is suggestion. So this is a quote from a Time magazine article. Induction is the process of getting the patient to relax and go into a kind of meditative state. This stage could last anywhere from a few seconds to 10 minutes or longer, and the goal of induction is to quiet the mind and focus its attention on the therapist or counselor's voice and guidance. The Mm -hmm. suggestion phase involves talking the hypnotized person through hypothetical events and scenarios intended to help him or her address or counteract unhelpful behaviors and emotions. Love it. Patients are invited to experience imaginary events as if they were real. Um, The type of suggestions used depend on the patient and their unique challenges. So if you were to go into a hypnotist, they would ask you what it is that you want to change and then they would focus their suggestive comments and guidance based around those goals. Got Mm. it. Makes sense. Unless it's like hypnosis for recovering memories, Mm -hmm. which I feel like, yeah, then that would be, they'd still, they're still guiding you, but it's Mm -hmm. not trying to like, you know, stop you know, quit smoking or whatever. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not quite so suggestive. Suggestive, it might be more like explorative, right? Mm-hmm. But again, that comes with its own set of controversial risk factors. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, not everybody is equally hypnotizable. And here's a quote from Psychology Today, my favorite website. Quote, using brain imaging techniques, researchers have found differences in patterns of brain connectivity between those who respond to hypnotic induction and those who do not. The distinction shows up in the hypnotizable as heightened coactivation between the executive control center in the prefrontal cortex and another part of the prefrontal cortex that flags the importance or salience of events. Mm-hmm. So it's just the way your brain communicates 
sort of dictates how susceptible you are to being hypnotized or being like kind of brought into that really relaxed, meditative, inductive state. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it is linked at all to like different learning styles. Like I, I feel like people that might have like auditory processing issues would have a harder time being hypnotized mm-hmm. because they have a harder time focusing on Absolutely. the therapist's voice and, yep. and whatever. 100%. Interesting. So roughly 25% of people are not hypnotizable, mostly because they are highly skeptical, skeptical of the benefits and methods and therefore are automatically not open to the whole suggestibility component of hypnotism. Hmm. So being Basically, a, I'm out. I think I'm out too, based on um, past experiences. I'm- all in. <laughs> I am the most easily swayed, like suggestible person. You really are <laughs> in the world. I only need like one fragment of a decent argument, and I'm like, "Yep, I'm all in." When when yep, are we doing? Dyed my hair when blue. Do want, <laughs> when do you want me to bury it? <laughs> I. So suggestible. I would be really open to like a really good quality guided meditation for relaxation, but then it's the second part that just loses it for me. Well, let's see how good you are at being hypnotized. Because I I will now attempt. The you are, the more hypnotizable you are. Yeah, let me just pound this rose. All right, cheers. (laughs) Because <laughs> I will probably be better at hypnotizing you when drunk also. I am okay. so ready to be told what to do, Daddy. Oh, We'll get to it. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. I will now attempt to hypnotize the two of you. These instructions came to me from a WikiHow article. <laughs> In a dream. <laughs> about WikiHow. <laughs> I and love a, a good WikiHow article. I love it too because it comes with illustrations. Yeah, and some of those illustrations are on the drive, which will be <gasps> on the blog. Because yes, WikiHow illustrations, illustrations are so They're bad. so, like, identifiable. Oh, yep, yeah. There they are. There they are. They're all the, they have to be the same artist. Mm-hmm. I hope oh, that yeah. WikiHow artist is just living Rolling on their own it. private island. <laughs> just <laughs> like, what Scribbling is it? away. Scrooge McDuck in his like pool of gold yeah. coins. That's what I want for this WikiHow artist. I need to know who this artist is. Probably wouldn't be difficult if you're to find out. If you're listening, I want some whining crime WikiHow fan art. <gasps> yeah. I'm in a lot of cat groups on Facebook. You don't say. And there are a lot of there are, there are a lot of memes about the WikiHow article and how to get your cat to take its medication. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's just a cat, like somebody forcing a cat's mouth open <laughs> and cramming a pill inside of it. Yeah, <laughs> patting the throat. Pat the throat. <laughs> All right. That's how I get my partner to take his meds. Okay, so this is a WikiHow article. <laughs> On the progressive relaxation method. And for the, I'm going to reiterate this, for those of you listening and watching on Facebook Watch at home, I am clearly not a trained therapist or hypnotist. This is for entertainment purposes only. Do not sue us. And don't do this while driving. No. Or do. Don't shut your eyes You're in America. Do whatever you want. Don't sue Amanda. Don't sue me. Go ahead, sue me. 
See what happens. Not gonna, you're not going to get far. Our lawyer's like, <laughs> we are not liable for you getting accidentally hypnotized through a podcast on like I-94. That's yeah. not. That's I might have too suggestible. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That is your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So first and foremost, are you both willing to be hypnotized because yes. consent is yes. key? Yes. Yes. A thousand times yes. So I'm dying to be hypnotized. Amanda, what would be your goal for hypnosis? Oh my god. The bedwetting. How, where where do I start? <laughs> Kenyon, um, do you have a goal while she thinks? I would like to want to be physically active ever. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, it would actually be easier if you both had the same goal. Yeah, can you trick us into wanting to exercise? Yeah. I'll try my fucking damnedest. Okay. All right, here's your challenge. It's gonna it's gonna be a hard one. Okay. This is not gonna go well. Here we go. She ideally, ideally, you are in a room that is dim and clean. Amanda's well, halfway there. I'm like you know, my 50. clean is different from your clean. I have all of my things <laughs> in an order. That's okay. That's fair. That's as close to clean as we're going to get. Lock your husbands out of the room. Mm, he's gone. Lock any annoying pets out of the room. Get comfortable. Okay. Take off your bras. Oh, oh can yeah. we? Is that like a direct order? I mean, you don't have to, but like, yeah, it's preferable. Okay. Good thing I'm wearing basically a cashmere muumuu right now. I'm shocked you're wearing a bra at all. Kenyan. My shirt is so deeply tucked into my skirt that I couldn't access my bra if I wanted to, but okay, it's extremely that's comfortable. Fine. So. That's fine. I'm only wearing it because we were doing a Facebook video, but whatever. Yeah. Well, whip it off, baby. It's off. Turn your phone on silent, which it hopefully already is because we're it's not even in this room. Okay. You will not slip into subconsciousness. You will hopefully not fall asleep. You are not under a spell. You are in control. You will not do anything that you don't want to do. Let my words wash over you and take the suggestions as you desire them. Everything here is safe, calm, and peaceful. Feel yourself sink into the couch slash chair as you relax deeply. There's a typo on the WikiHow article. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> this is actually going really well, Lucy. You should do this. It's it reminds me of the so blood spatter. fucking soothing. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. okay. Keep going. Your eyes may feel heavy and want to close. Let your body sink naturally down as your muscles relax. Listen to your body and to my voice as you begin to feel calm. You are in complete control of this time. You will only accept those suggestions which are for your benefit and that you are willing to accept. Focus on your breathing. Breathe in deeply now, filling your chest and lungs. Slowly let the air out of your chest, completely emptying your lungs. Keep focusing on taking deep breaths while I refresh my wine. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, it was really working, okay. I'm so fucking relaxed and then I just started <laughs> There's more, don't worry. Oh, God. 
If you want to, you can focus on my sparkly headband. Feel free to keep your eyes closed otherwise. Boring more wine. Okay. <laughs> Feel your eyes and eyelids relax, growing heavy. Relax your toes and feet. Feel the muscles loosen and lighten in your feet as if they require no effort to maintain. I don't know what that means. Mine are in slippers. They were already pretty loose. <laughs> Relax the <laughs> muscles in your legs, moving up towards your thighs. Consent is key. You can feel your eyelids getting heavy. Let them drift and fall. Relax your vagina and <laughs> your butthole. <laughs> Okay. Feel the warmth in your belly from that bottle of wine. You are letting yourself slip deeper and deeper into a calm, peaceful trance. Feel the air in your lungs as you continue taking deep, filling breaths. Relax your shoulders, if there is such a thing. Relax your neck. Notice your armpits. Oh. You can feel yourself relaxing now. You can feel a heavy, relaxed feeling come over you. And as I continue to talk, that heavy, relaxed feeling will get stronger and stronger until it carries you into a deep, peaceful state of relaxation. Relax your arms, past your elbows, into your fingertips. Finally, relax your fingernails. <laughs> In <laughs> Amanda can't because they're glow-in-the-dark and really extra. I love them. Super air traffic controller fingernails. <laughs> Show them off, girl. They're so good. Oh. They're so relaxed. My fingernails are so relaxed. <laughs> okay. I'm really aware of my armpit. <laughs> Isn't it great? Imagine yourself at the top of a staircase. Oh no! There's an elevator! <laughs> Just kidding. Oh god. <laughs> there are 10 steps leading down the staircase. Take the first step and feel yourself sinking deeper into relaxation. Every word that I utter is putting you faster and deeper and faster and deeper into a calm, peaceful state of relaxation. Take another step, sinking down, shutting down, sinking down, and shutting down, shutting down completely. Take another step. The deeper you go, the deeper you're able to go. Kenyon, are you okay? <laughs> Take another step. You're feeling calmer and calmer. There is a door at the bottom of the staircase. I don't know how many steps you've taken, so just get to the bottom of the staircase. <laughs> We've Haul taken three. to the door. Just three. jump down the rest. <laughs> no. The door leads to complete relaxation. So envision your life without this problem, this problem of a lack of motivation to exercise at any time. Envision possible paths 
that lead to this life, you're constantly exercising. It's very dangerous. <laughs> but your thighs are looking fabulous. Maybe you go for a run. Maybe you don't sprain your ankle. What a gift that would be. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Time to head back to the staircase. That was it? <laughs> I didn't prepare for your goal. <laughs> I assumed it would be bedwetting. My, my thighs all are of my, pretty tuckered out from all that running. I can't climb back up these stairs. Are you fucking kidding me? My thighs are firing. <laughs> They're burning. <laughs> okay. You're back at the base of the staircase you are becoming more aware of your surroundings. Take the first step back up the staircase. You will gain awareness with each step. I'm going to count from one to five. And when I get to five, you will be back to full awareness, alert and awake, and completely refreshed and motivated to exercise. One. Keep walking up the stairs as I count. Okay. You're becoming more and more aware. Two. Take another step. Three. And I guess you have to take two steps for each count because I said there were ten steps. And we're only counting to five. Four. Double time it. High knees, people. High knees, people. (laughs) Two more steps until you get to the top. Five. You are back. Wow. Awake and fully alert and obviously cured of your laziness. I gotta go for a midnight jog. BRB. (laughs) So. Well done. You've been hypnotized. That was a great success. (laughs) Unmitigated success, I would say. No notes. No No notes. (laughs) All right. I love that any of that even needed a disclaimer. Like, you thought that would actually hypnotize anyone? People get pissed about everything. You were off to a really good start. I think the the early bit was really relaxing. It really was. Well, it's a comedy show. I can't literally hypnotize you. I mean. You can try. Let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) Care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. Tell us more, Lucy. Oh, my gosh. I can't express to you how easy it is is to get the vitamins that you need like just completely hassle free yeah i am not one to you know do a lot of research and make decisions yep (laughs) especially when it comes to things like vitamins supplements all that kind of stuff so it's too hard it's just complicated and care of makes it so easy they have an online quiz you just mm. take a very short quiz. You know we love a good quiz. Answer mm-hmm. some questions about your diet, health goals, lifestyle, and care of will like they'll they won't tell you what to get, but they will make a they recommendation, make which yeah. is what it's what I need. Yeah, and they're specifically tailored to you. It's just very customizable. 
Care Up also has a new line, the skin and hair collection, which yeah. helps you work on your beauty goals mm-hmm. from all angles with a combination of targeted ingredients for hair, skin, and nails. And they're the quality. It's They focus on the, the science, the quality, the mm-hmm. research that goes into each of their products and recommendations. This is why I trust them to just basically tell me what to take so that right. I can keep up on that vitamin routine. And I just feel more alert. I just feel better every day. Right. And they put it in those little individual packs that you can just like, I have mine in the medicine cabinet over my sink so that in the morning when I go brush my teeth, I just like, I open the cabinet to get my toothpaste and there are my vitamins like ready to go, Uh pop it open, take them. It's like, you don't even have to think about it. Don't make me think. No, don't make me think. That's the last thing I want to do. (laughs) Love it so much. And for 25% off each of your first three months of Care Of, go to takecareof.com forward slash gals25. Enter code gals25 again for 25% off each of your first three months of Care Of. Go to takecareof.com forward slash gals25 and enter code gals25. Treat your wellness. Treat it. All right. So, my case. All right. Oh, get ready for the French names. Yay. <laughs> Can you hypnotize me until I can't hear French? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> On July 26th, 1889, 49-year-old Toussaint Augustin Gouffet. Gouffet? A court bailiff. Gouffet. Christant Augustin Gouff. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you say it. Austin the Goofy Croissant. I've Say secretly hypnotized right. you into thinking I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the one. I, the we hypnotize each other every week into yeah. thinking we're funny. It's true. That's why we're still <laughs> friends. Yeah. It's magic. <laughs> All right. 49-year-old Austin Croissant Goofy, <laughs> a court bailiff in the Parisian neighborhood of Montmartre, was reported missing. Montmartre. 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 Ooh. <laughs> Gouffet was a, quote, respectable widower with two daughters, but Goals. he also had something of a reputation as a ladies' man. <laughs> it was rumored that he'd slept with over 20 different women in just the month before he went missing. And? <laughs> I know, man. He was pulling in Amanda numbers. Yeah, in my single days, that's just a good week. Weekend. Sleeping with 20 women. A holiday weekend, honestly. That's, yeah, that's Labor Day. <laughs> Labor. Weekend. I mean, it's hard work sleeping with 20 people in a weekend. It is. But I'm so, committed to it. Goofy fucked is what we know. <laughs> I'm picturing Goofy like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. It's gross. A Goofy movie. Goofy movie. <laughs> so no. there's a photo on the drive. Go check it out. Uh, he gives off like serious daddy vibes. I feel like Amanda would have been into him. The mustache? 
Nope, that's a different guy. Uh, oh, well, they all had. He does look like a daddy. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. She found him. Yeah. She I dated this man. Yeah. I think you're dating yeah. him now. Yeah. Kinda am. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave I, this photo up as you carry on. <laughs> so, okay, a little more than two weeks after he's reported missing, and some 300 miles away in a village outside of Lyon, a road mender named Denis Coffee. Denise uh, Coffee. Denise Coffee. Denise Kofifi. Uh, <laughs> I, Denise Coffee, um, <laughs> responded to a complaint about a bad odor on a local road. And okay. Okay. It's not easy to shower when you're on a road trip. Also, Amanda when it's on a holiday. Also, Amanda on a holiday weekend. A <laughs> lot of complaints about the smell when it comes to me on a holiday weekend. <laughs> it's usually hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, he went to investigate and he discovered a large oilskin cloth bag tucked under a bush next to the road. Classic. Uh-oh. Inside was Lucy's dream, a human body. <gasps> oh, dear. He didn't even have to suck a dick. Nope. <laughs> Bound. <laughs> Bound with several <laughs> meters of rope. <laughs> I remember the joke that Lucy is referring to. Kenyon clearly does not and is fully shook right now. I said, whose dick do I need to suck to find a corpse? Dead body in the woods. (laughs) Okay. That makes a little more sense. Does it? Literal monster. It would be so (laughs) exciting. Not much. It would bring so much closure to someone's family. The thing it would is, be so exciting we, for me personally. We just don't camp enough to find a dead body. Like all we would have to do is have like yeah. a decent interest in outdoorsmanship. Well, and now that you've been hypnotized. Yeah, maybe. We'll see what tomorrow brings. I'm oh. I'm literally planning on going on a hike for my birthday next week in the hopes of finding a body on my birthday. <laughs> You're oh, going to look for morels so and remains. Mm-hmm. Morels, remains, and fossils. I love it. Yeah. yeah. A real Animal Crossing day. <gasps> I wonder if Blathers would buy what I find. Oh, absolutely. Not. No. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, um, inside the bag was a human body bound with several meters of rope, and the head was wrapped in another oilskin cloth. Suggesting it had been detached from the body? No, I believe it was still attached. Reports are sketchy. It was 1889. True. But... Yeah. Show us the wood carvings. <laughs> a preliminary autopsy the following day determined that the victim had died of strangulation some three to five weeks prior. Hmm. Okay. Okay. The next day, another piece of the puzzle was discovered. A large trunk was discovered abandoned in saint Guinée laval St. Genus Laval. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you. You're really blowing it. It's just been a long time since you spoke French, so I, know you're, I think you're struggling. It's penis with a G, clearly. St. Genus Laval. <laughs> 
It's so beautiful. It's such a romantic language. That's the, it's the French Canadian <laughs> pronunciation. It's the French Canadian pronunciation. It actually is very close. It's the to the language French of lights. The, the language of my, my ancestors. <laughs> so this trunk Canadian. was discovered by, quote, a trader of snails. Stop. <laughs> That's also me in Animal Crossing. It what really the fuck? Is. I sell <laughs> so many snails. What? Every time it rains, the snails come out. They're worth snails some, fucking they're worth everywhere. Bells. Yep. Who's I mean, they're not. The but if you catch enough, and of what them, are they doing with doesn't them? Doesn't matter. You sell. You catch them and you sell. You don't them. ask questions in Animal Crossing. Yeah, get out. <laughs> oh God! All right, well, the trunk, the trunk, like like Animal Crossing was deeply suspicious, <laughs> and despite that being empty, <laughs> despite being empty, it also emitted a foul smell. So like. Amanda. Something had been in the trunk. All of their Amanda gym so- the socks were in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Their hockey gear. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> oh. Lucy and I both had hockey sisters growing up. Mm-hmm. We know what hockey gear and a hockey like. dad. Have you smelled a hockey man before? It's disgusting. No, no. my dad uh. was a sideline supporter, not a. <laughs> Contributing participant. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. The poor man only had one leg. Don't put yeah. that boy on a skate. It's not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> he would not have thrived on skates. Oh, Michael. Oh, okay. Why didn't we have? Why didn't we throw him an ice skating party when he lost <laughs> his leg? He would have gone, and he would have been really extra about it. I know, but it, it would have resulted in further injury, multiple casualties. <laughs> yeah, fatality. <laughs> okay. Okay. So then, someone noticed that a nail was missing from the trunk, like a fingernail. Like a fingernail? <laughs> no, like a like a. Oh, okay. Nail. Right, got it, but <laughs> yeah. a fingernail. Hammer and nail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, wouldn't you just know it, a single nail had been found near the body in the bag just days prior. That's so some shit like, luck for the murderer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, The luck gets even worse. <laughs> Sweep the area. <laughs> it's like they could have gotten away with this so easily it's with just a modicum of effort. Yes, just try. <laughs> yeah. So luckily oh, for investigators, this. another stroke of luck, a tag was still attached to the trunk indicating that it had traveled by rail from Paris to Lyon <laughs> on July 27th. Holy shit, so many receipts. <laughs> so many receipts. The year was slightly illegible, but it was either 1888 or 1889, and given the extent of the decomposition of the body, 1889, that same year was a safe assumption. Uh (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it was pretty clear that the trunk had been used to transport the body, but they still needed to ID the victim. Somehow, despite it being the late 19th century in a time when they didn't have phones or computers or databases or, like, fingerprint analysis or... I, did they even have spreadsheets? Did they, like they even have nothing. fingerprints? I mean, it's not like the police have become any less useless since this time <laughs> anyway, well, so... <laughs> but, I mean, despite having, like, nothing... No nothing. technology, no yeah. investigative technology, for sure. Yeah, none. 
The police still managed to get in touch with their Parisian counterparts and piece together that Gouffet had gone missing one day before this train trip. Someone had to have given a shit mm-hmm. about this person, and carrier pigeons are legit. Yeah, but there, so they still solved they it. still didn't know for sure. But they were like, okay, somebody in Paris, the location of where the trunk originated, went missing. And the, the time day before. frame, yeah, is yeah. perfect. Right. So they were no, they didn't know for sure, but this is a lead. Mm-hmm. Then the brilliant lead investigator had a replica bloody trunk made, like an identical trunk to the one that they found made with, like, blood spatter on it. Okay. And put it on public display in the Paris morgue for the public to come view it for one week. Because the murderer would have come. They're hoping, like, somebody To identify it? Yeah. Well, you know how, like, arsonists and murderers, they'll, like, always show up to, like, a vigil or a viewing or, like, some event. Also, they did not have Real Housewives of Beverly Hills back then. So what the fuck else was there to do? You darn a sock, slaughter a pig, and go look at the replica bloody trunk. Like, this is what we had to work with. True, but it's also just, like, human psychology. I get it. I'm here for it. It's why we have this podcast. This podcast is the replica bloody trunk of yeah. the modern era. Thousand it absolutely percent. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and all of thou- you listening are the bloody trunks too. We're changing <laughs> yeah. the name of this podcast from Wine and Crime to Replica Bloody Trunk bloody and trunks. not telling anyone why. <laughs> and if you go- haven't heard this episode, you're just behind <laughs> the times. That's what Gossip at the Corpse Cart literally was. is. Yeah. But this is not going to be a spinoff show. We're just changing the name of this show. Make it easy. Well, you are listening to Replica Bloody Trunk, the <laughs> podcast where three we'll friends. change all of our merch. Don't hypnotize each trunk. other. Don't do this. Look at a bloody trunk. And Let's then the episode's over. change our letterhead, our email signature. I don't have the emotional wherewithal to deal with this right now. All right. <laughs> Andrea, without- get on it. <laughs> Thousands of people came to the morgue to view the trunk to see if they could identify it. Needless to say, word about this case got around fast after that, and the police received lots of different tips. It was basically the, like, um, unsolved mysteries. Mm. America's Most Wanted. America's Most Wanted, whatever thing, Mm -hmm. like, of the day. I love it. shit ton of leads. Gossip at the hay bale. (laughs) Gossip at the bloody trunk. Bloody yeah. replica yeah. trunk. Yeah. <laughs> replica bloody trunk. Uh, you're right. Um, but some of the tips started to repeat themselves. And so they started to like flag certain tips because mm. it was like, all right, a lot of people are mentioning. They made a word board in their automated and database. The repeated words were bigger. A word cloud. They Holy made a word shit. cloud. Holy yeah. shit. Jesus Christ. Ew. Gross. <laughs> Hey. Replica bloody trunk. <laughs> Bathing question mark? Toothpaste. Croissant. Okay. <laughs> Goofy. Goof. <laughs> so eventually a more uh, in-depth autopsy was also conducted of the remains. This was conducted by Dr. Alexandre Lacassagne. Alexandre Lasagna. Lasagna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he took a full week to conduct the autopsy. So he Damn. took his sweet so, time. Measured mm-hmm. twice, cut once. 
Mm-hmm. Especially well, when it's an autopsy. Hopefully when it's, when it's an autopsy, you got once. Oh, no. Measure many times. I think my dad was a coroner. <laughs> so this autopsy revealed that the victim had suffered from a previous back injury. Oh, God. Which matched the missing persons report for Gouffet. With so his he back. had something, yeah, with his back, there was something going on that was like specific enough where they were like, okay, one more. The goof is loof. The goof is loof. <laughs> Investigators also matched a hair found in the trunk to one in Gouffet's comb, although, like, hair analysis now is not super reliable and this was 1889 so maybe like, it was blue at, that'd be pretty at identifiable at least what was i gonna say at least now hair has like fucking dna so actually hair well, analysis the root, now yeah. yeah well yeah if you have the root it's a whole different ball game but this was this just, just like a, a hair in a comb it's is brown not, yeah exactly. exactly yeah but hey whatever at this point, they've got enough of other stuff to go it's on. It's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So looking more into Gouffet's lifestyle and contacts, investigators tracked down his current mistress. Well, one of them, because obviously he was banging a lot of chicks. Oh, that's Labor right. Day. He fucks. It's Labor Day. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Gouffet fucks. It's Gouffet Day. <laughs> Goofy My <facts>. favorite holiday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so this was a Mademoiselle Gabrielle Bompard. Mm, so, Gabrielle Bompard. She bumps. Mm, she bumps. <laughs> she bumps. She bumps. So, baby, when she moves, she moves. She's Gabrielle. She looks like a flower, but she sings <laughs> like a bee. Mademoiselle Gabrielle Bompard. <laughs> Bompard. <laughs> So she's <laughs> so she's described as waif-like. Twenty-year-old Gabrielle stood at just four foot eight. Um, she looked more like a young girl than a woman. I didn't know the word waif existed before Kate Moss, like nineteen ninety-three. Honestly, yeah, yeah. She's eighteen eighty-nine waif. Ugh. So that's like that's not gonna make it through winter. Wafer, mm. <laughs> literal uh, wafer. You're a wafer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she also had had a really hard life so quote unwanted by her widowed father and his mistress which is like very apropos of this situation uh-huh. she um, suffered she was shuffled from schools to convents where she constantly misbehaved and was then expelled in swift succession Classic. in a f- in a final act of rejection, her father had her locked up in a corrective institution until she was released as an adult and then left for Paris. Also classic. Jesus Christ. So she had a really rough childhood. I feel like I've seen this movie and it was not pleasant. And it was mm-hmm. called Les Miserables. It Pretty was much. Moulin Rouge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moulin Rougey. Moulin okay. Rougey. <laughs> I hate this game. <laughs> so going rogue with Moulin Rougie. <laughs> Hacking a Rougie. <laughs> you would if you had to be. Oh, yeah. <gasps> right. <laughs> so not surprisingly, Gabrielle Bompard had some daddy issues, and without many other prospects, she had to turn to her feminine wiles to survive in the big city. 
Hey, get it, girl. Classic. Sex work is real fucking work. Sure is. So the horny bailiff, Gouffet, was therefore not her only lover. She was also linked to a married man named Michel Hérault, who was more than 30 years her senior. Mikkel Iroud. <laughs> Mikkel? <laughs> I, like, can't predict how your pronunciations are going to go. Mikkel You said Kansas. (laughs) Is that right? Please report to the front desk. (laughs) Please take the ticket. We have a lost item for Mikkel Iroud. Okay, Iroud had a (laughs) reputation as a petty thief and fraudster. He was also an army deserter and up to his neck in debt. So he's a real winner. president of the United States. (laughs) (laughs) He declared bankruptcy numerous times and suffered from crippling bone spurs. He's been around. That he also forgot about. (laughs) Was married three times, had children by different women. orange tinge. All right. So the young and pretty Gabrielle was the perfect accomplice to help him realize his cons. So he was so gross that, like, nobody was going to fall for his shit. But now he has young Gabrielle to, like, lure him in. 30 million Americans. His beautiful assistant. He's Mm -hmm. the magician with she's the beautiful assistant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Feast your eye out on this. (laughs) (laughs) It was actually eye route. Who yes. had selected Gouffet as their next mark, and uh, that was because Gouffet was said to carry large sums of money on his person. They were probably from people posting bail mm. and before he could, like, you know, get them to the bank or whatever. Sure. And so Iroud yes. instructed Gabrielle to seduce him, which was an easy enough task, to be sure, because Gouffet men. fucked. Because men. Yeah. And also Gouffet men. fucked. <laughs> So now, if you'll indulge me, I'd like to draw (laughs) the basis of our friendship. (laughs) It's the cornerstone of this podcast. (laughs) If you'll indulge me. With pleasure, Iroud. (laughs) Will you be the Gabrielle to my Iroud? I would like to draw your attention to a 1941 article in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. The best. By a one <laughs> Augustus St. Mars. I that's, love this. That's the no journalist notes. That's name. the pronunciation. That no yeah. notes. <laughs> and the article is entitled, <clears throat> Murder by Hypnotism, Not at All Uncommon. <laughs> <laughs> one could argue... Soup's uncommon? (laughs) (laughs) No, Augustus St. Mars says not at all uncommon. If it's in print. You know what? If Augustus is on board, I'm I'm on on board. board. Tell us more, Gus. Quote, Gabrielle Bompard, a a mere girl, put a silken cord around the neck of her lover who sat beside her on a sofa while a man hidden in draperies behind the sofa Attached the cord to a pulley and hanged the victim. Ooh. The girls. This is quite def- an operation. Not the hypnosis. Girls- yeah, the that's girls- strangulation, but okay, I'm following. <laughs> that's Got a it. physical, that's gravity. 
Gus, you missed the mark just a bit. <laughs> the girl's defense was that she did her share of the crime while hypnotized, mm. but she was sentenced to a long term in prison. Got Rightfully it. Rightfully so, because that so, doesn't hold up. Mm-mm. So that is Augustus St. Mars's summary. Gloop. Augustus Gloop. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fact, Gloop Facts. <laughs> gloop Facts. <laughs> in fact, Gabrielle's role in the crime was much more involved than that. You don't say. <laughs> Gabrielle and... How do you say Iroud. it? Iroud. It's it's you say it how it's spelled. It's not hard. <laughs> Traveled to London together to purchase a trunk big enough to transport the body. I don't I know can, why they couldn't find a trunk in Paris. I can see the hives breaking out on Kenyon's head. Just like, <laughs> she looks like she's glowing, but she's just sweating profusely in pure anger. Every time Amanda tries to pronounce something French, it's just like. It's my favorite game. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking live for this. (laughs) Okay. They also assembled other materials, oilskin cloths to fashion the body bag, the pulley, which they nailed to the cross beam in the roof. Mm -hmm. Got it. The silk cord that would be Gouffet's noose, and a curtain behind which Iroud could hide all in advance. Yep, that's premeditation, kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is wine. <laughs> Those are words. <laughs> then, <laughs> the weather, and this is a podcast. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Huh? Um, then, whether hypnotized or not, Gabrielle dressed only in a silk dressing gown. Hello. In- Lots of silk. Lots of silk. I love Parisian silk of the 1800s. Yeah. She instructed Gouffet. Oh, no. That's a big glass of wine. She a big Meniscus. She then instructed Gouffet to rest on the chaise placed in front of the curtain and proceeded to, quote, flirtatiously place the cord around his neck. I mean, well, we've all done it. So that's why it was silk, the cord. Oh, We've sexy. all done it, but all of my partners lived. Yeah, so far. And there was, like, a safe word. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. consent. Mm-hmm. It's, it's early. Yeah. Should have a safe gesture as well, not just a word. No, you're right. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. After the murder, the con artist couple stuffed the body in the trunk and boarded a train to Lyon. After dumping the remains, Gabrielle cut her hair short and pretended, apparently convincingly, to be Aerod's teenage son. Iroud. Iroud. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Get it right. No. (laughs) (laughs) To be the son, and they boarded a ship to Dover, England. It was so easy to hide in those days. Just cut yeah. your hair. Yeah. Literally. Cut your hair and just blend in. It would still be easy for you because you could just dye your hair any color, Honestly, not blue. Yeah, I'd be unrecognizable. Amanda, I look different in every photo. Your rubber face is uncanny. And I've known you for so... <laughs> look, you're a different identity. Like, now. <laughs> oh, man. You look different every moment of every single day. Yeah. I love it. I'm a chameleon. (laughs) 
if you weren't so obnoxious, you could just right? blend in <laughs> on a whim. Oh, yeah. You're right, but I really, I really fuck it up for myself. Thank God you're so obnoxious. <laughs> I agree. So over the next few months, they would change their identities and backstories numerous times while traveling all the way to San Francisco and then Whoa. doubling back to New York. So they like got around. Which like in the 1800s, that's... Yeah. Those are so they got a round. That's a journey. <laughs> That's not a flight. That's a journey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, in these times of COVID, in these unprecedented times, I'm what real even is jealous. A flight? I'm so yeah. jealous. Oh, my God. I'm so trapped. <laughs> Everything is dust. I hate it's my great. life. It's so All great. All right. It's so great. people don't fucking change. And right. once they got to New York. Once a SoundCloud DJ, always uh-huh. a SoundCloud <laughs> DJ. Seriously. I learned what that was for the first time recently. Um, Iroud <laughs> pressured Gabrielle to repeat the same treacherous con on a new person. Mm-hmm. But this time, she couldn't do it. She'd fallen in love with the new Mark. Who's oh Mark? My God. <laughs> <laughs> but also, how is this not a movie? Because. Right? It needs to be a movie. Right? Let's write it. So escaping Iroud, Gabrielle and her new love fled back to France, because he was also French, but they met in New York. Got it. Where she was promptly arrested and put on trial for Gouffet's murder. All right. Well, that probably should not. That's an abrupt end to that romance. Oh, there's more. That's kind of a waste of like a 38-day transatlantic steamer trip Mm -hmm. back to France. Go anywhere else. Go to Amsterdam. Go to Berlin. You don't have to go to France. Anywhere else. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Iroud, too, upon realizing that the jig was up, fled New York to Cuba but Ooh. he w- but he was discovered there and extradited back to France, quote, in a cage. Cage. So, cage. In a cage. <laughs> a cage. <laughs> so Bompard's hypnosis defense was uh, a new one and certainly relevant to the cultural zeitgeist of the time because everybody was talking about hypnosis and, and yep. hypnotism and all Tell that And shit. this continued... Into the 20s, which yeah. we'll get to. It. Well, also, what I forgot to mention in my segment was that Freud was, like, really into hypnotism yep, at, at and this time. Fuck Freud. Yeah. yeah. But then he, like, kind of backpedaled. I don't know. It was weird. But it was definitely, like, in the pop culture consciousness. Freud is a pioneering piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And he's super fucking obnoxious. But yes. he, but he was super popular at the top. You know, he's yeah. still popular now, and I'm yeah. so over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was just one fucking dude. Anyway, anal yeah. phase always for life. Anal phase for life. <laughs> Hashtag anal facts. Mm-hmm. Um, so she uh, also charmed the public and the jury with her impeccable fashion sense in the courtroom. Oh my God, and was she the like inspiration for the hit musical Chicago? Right, basically. Um, and also like she's tiny, you know, so she mm-hmm. just, people, people made assumptions about her personality 
based on her physicality. Right. Hi, nothing's changed. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. Women. Yeah. Quote, it was easy to believe that she had been led astray and was therefore less guilty than him. Easier to believe in the power of hypnosis. Right. Than to think that she would Mm -hmm. be capable of these monstrous acts. Yeah. If she had been unattractive, they would have locked her away. Yeah. Yeah. The monster of France. Yeah, exactly. Perry. They wouldn't have even (laughs) noted her gender if she had been ugly probably like mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah I they mean, just capitalize on her beauty or vilified her more yeah, yeah. and in the end it worked so michelle ero uh, mickle irod <laughs> sorry mitchell ultra. mitchell Michelob ultra make <laughs> 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 golden was sentenced to death. 99 cows, baby! <laughs> but Gabrielle avoided the guillotine God and bless her. was instead sentenced to only 20 years in prison. Oh, she took her wifey ass to the clink. Get it, girl! <laughs> but she Get served it. fewer than five years in prison and she was released super early for good behavior. So, not Get bad. It. Super nope. early. She so, rolled those dice, and honestly, she won. Yeah. So she was out at, like, 26. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. The Back best to our year. friend, Augustus St. <laughs> Mark's, who Oop. summed up the rest of her story thus. <clears throat> After being released, she came to America with a young dentist, <laughs> but was detained at the immigration station at Ellis Island, New York, on the charge that she was an ex-convict. Ooh. She confessed her identity as well as her intent to travel through this country with the dentist and a hypnotist. No. While the latter had her under hypnotic control, she and the dentist were to rehearse the murder for which she had been convicted. This histrionic treat for the American people was to be repeated in court, but was not admitted in evidence. That is the most insane. Yeah. Like, you can come in only if you do this fucking wild bullshit. Well, no, she came in. It was like a reality show. Like, she came in to capitalize on her fame and put on a little show so she put on a little a little show with the hypnotist recreating her crime across yeah. the Kyle country Richards. i i yeah. love it her. is jersey yeah. shore yeah it's free real housewives yeah. yeah it's great i am all about it did oh my she, god she's the original reality show she paved the way did she mm-hmm. succeed she was the original lisa vanderpump Basically. Slash Snooky. Van der Poon. I don't <laughs> Dogs. Dogs. Um, I don't I don't know if she was eventually admitted into the US, but she quote died in obscurity in the nineteen twenties. So that's all I know. Who did I wanna die in obscurity so bad? Don't oh, worry. Oh, we will. Don't, don't worry. worry. Oh podcast can't last forever. Goals. Um and also for the, the next road decade. Is short, honey. <laughs> <laughs> for the next decade or so, the hypnotic influence defense that Gabrielle had used and pioneered 
became a full-on trend in criminal defense trials that had a little mm-hmm. hot streak. Mm-hmm. Like podcast. success. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my and God. And that is um, my case. I love it. Bravo. That was good. Bravo. Brava. 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 Braver. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You've never been braver. <laughs> Should, Holy Should we hear shit. a quick word from our sponsors? Mm, 100%. Yeah. Our sponsors. Duolingo. Learn French this weekend. French. <laughs> Get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and delicious seasonal recipes delivered mm. right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking so much fun, so easy, and affordable. Mm-hmm. I know that I, among millions around the United States, have been cooking at home a lot since <laughs> March. Um, and HelloFresh just makes it so easy to dive in. Like, I am not a natural chef at all. And I feel like I'm learning so many valuable skills by using HelloFresh. It cuts the stress out of meal planning and grocery store trips. You can enjoy cooking. You can get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. And they also have 20-minute quick recipe options, which I love. Um, HelloFresh can help you eat more sustainably with their pre-portioned ingredients. That means there's less prep for you and less food waste, which is a huge problem in our country. So, you know, signing on with a, a program that allows you to waste less food is so, so important. And it's extremely flexible. I know that everybody's life is kind of changing, like, day-to-day, week-by-week right now as we move forward. And you can keep your fridge stocked by adding extra proteins or sides like garlic bread to your weekly order, or you can just easily change your delivery days or food preferences. You can skip a week whenever you need to, like, no problem. It is so easy. And they change up the recipes all the time. So you're not getting stuck in a rut where you're cooking the same stuff over and over and over again. And Which is like where I live when I'm cooking yeah. for myself. It's the it's one of three recipes. Yep. It's it's so easy to fall into a rut. That is my absolute favorite thing about HelloFresh. Yeah, I just recently made the curried chickpea bowls. Oh yeah, honey. So bright, so fresh. Has golden raisins, pickled cabbage. It's like such a hearty meal. And my partner and I have been trying to avoid like red meat and a lot of meat products anyway. We're not fully vegetarian. We can't commit to that. But what makes it so fun is that then HelloFresh, we can like diversify the the meals that we want. So maybe one week we're going to go like totally vegetarian meal kits. And then maybe another week we're going to go for like chicken and fish. You know, you can switch it up. But those curry chickpea bowls were incredible. And now I like know how to make that. So mm-hmm. I can just whip that up the next time I want to, you know, do something fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So one more time, go to HelloFresh.com forward slash 80 gals and use code 80 gals to get a total of $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details and treat your dining. Trade it. Now that we have some free time on our hands, uh, I, among many others, are catching up on a lot of podcasts that I always wanted to listen to. Hello, Trevor Noah podcast. Get it. Um, And so many of them are on Luminary. And Luminary is a subscription podcast network with original shows that you won't find anywhere else, especially their new show, Murder on the Towpath, which... I feel like it's such an important listen for everybody right now in the current state of affairs in America with our, like, resurging and 
growing civil rights movement that's happening worldwide right now. Um, Murder on the Towpath is a super, super captivating true crime miniseries. It's hosted by award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien, and Murder on the Towpath explores the 1964 murder of Mary Pinchot Meyer in Georgetown, D.C. It is so... I love Soledad just Mm -hmm. putting this out there, and Mm -hmm. she just weaves this absolutely fascinating story. I Mm -hmm. am obsessed with it. So Mary's death resulted in a trial that rocked the country and became a time capsule of all the racial tension, like Amanda said, scandal, and distrust of the 1960s. This mm-hmm. remains one of the most fascinating unsolved cases in U.S. history, and that yeah. story, let me tell you, you gotta give it a try. You do. So listen to Murder on the Towpath only on Luminary. Go to luminary.link slash towpath, that's T-O-W-P-A-T-H, and get a seven-day free trial of Luminary's original podcasts. That's luminary.link slash towpath. Cancel anytime. Terms apply. You won't regret it. Uh, treat your ears. Straight up. Are you ready for my case? Yes. <laughs> Probably. Okay. I don't know. You're not. <laughs> my case this week checks a lot of my favorite boxes. It takes place in the 20s. There's very little reported on it. <laughs> and it's entirely possible it isn't real. We have to to fill in a lot of blanks. (laughs) Lots of speculation. So as I often do during my segment, please don't ask me any questions. Today, (laughs) I am talking about the curious case of Miss E because her real name has never been confirmed. (laughs) You guys, it's bonks. Okay. What we Ms. do e. know, Miss E. Coli. <laughs> what we do know about Miss E. is that she was very young when this story begins. Only seventeen years old, though some reports also said fifteen. Four Either years way, old. Either way, young as fuck. Yeah. So we don't know her name. We don't know her age. Correct. We're off to a great. Or start. her factual like existence. Existence. Yeah. No, there are court records, and there's like a book about her. Okay. In Despite a lot of reports, it says her name everything. was Anne. <laughs> Anne, like Elliot or Evans, I don't fucking I-rod. know. Anne with a- an I-rod. E. Anne with it an E. Sure, Miss E. Um, she was the daughter of a German farmer and suffered from chronic stomach pain. Classic. With her rural doctor stumped, the rural juror, <laughs> she decided to travel to Heidelberg to seek a second opinion. Since this was 1927, when my grandmother was... 10 years old. <laughs> Apparently, there was no issue with a 15 this or maybe 17 year old. your grandmother's contemporary. It's, she's her friend. They were probably pen pals. It's, <laughs> I, I'm sorry for feeling this way, but I'm so glad your grandma's dead. Cause like, oh my God, the poor thing. It was her time 50 fight. years ago. Yeah. I'm, well, not I 50 feel years ago, but like 20. that she's dead. We all feel that. Yeah. She feels that relief more than anybody. I felt she wanted t- to die forever. I felt a tug on my soul every day that she was alive. Listen, the unsinkable <laughs> Helen did not appreciate being unsinkable. <laughs> Nobody hated being alive more than that woman. Yeah, it's true. God bless her. God bless and her. And wherever she is now, she's thriving. I truly believe this mm-hmm. in my very soul. Yeah. Heidelberg. Um, to seek a second opinion. She's crushing it. So uh, she travels, blah, blah, blah. 
It since this was 1927, apparently there was no issue with a 15 or maybe 17 year old traveling alone on a train. So off she went solo. Great. She ended up sharing a train compartment with a man who said he was a physician by the name of Dr. Walter Bergen. Feeling like Perfect. this was her lucky day, off to see a doctor and sharing a train car with a literal doctor. Oh, no. Little Miss E got to know the doctor and shared coffee and conversation with him. According to the story that is now legend, the conversation made its way to Miss E's pilgrimage to find suitable health care. Nothing has changed for her stomach issue. In Canada. In probably Canada. <laughs> From Germany on a train. It all adds up. Whatever, it's fine. Dr. Bergen touted himself as a holistic healer and offered to assist her right there in the train car. In exchange for babysitting his kids. Free mammograms. (laughs) Free Free pelvic exams. Door-to-door mammogram salesmen. Do not, if you meet someone on a train, on the street, at At your workplace, at your workplace, who's it's like, it's not your lucky day. It's, it's a scam. not. Even if, honestly, unless the only circumstances where this will apply is if, like, you are a healthcare professional and you meet another healthcare professional within the scope of your career as a healthcare professional who can likely refer you or help you with your issue <laughs> in a train car. Is there not are dynamics not at the play. Mm-hmm. Not the way. <laughs> so he simply took her hands in his, stared deeply into her eyes, and held that gaze for several minutes. Oh, God. From then on, Miss E would claim to be completely under his spell. She said, quote, I'm no longer the same person as before. Something different controls me. I don't want to do something, but I do it. Oh, no. Or I want to do something, and yet I don't do it. In the end, I thought of nothing more than doing what Walter wanted. If I obeyed, I always felt more at ease. Within me, I was never free. There was always something oppressing me. I can't struggle against these pressures. The pressure vanishes when I obey the commands of the inner voice. So she was already very susceptible. She's suggestible. Maybe seventeen. Suggestible. Mm -hmm. She's fifteen, maybe seventeen. Who the fuck wasn't highly suggestible at that age? Who? Mm -hmm. You got a perm, bitch. Mm -hmm. I got two perms. Two. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, it's a dangerous age. Unreal. So, be it actual hypnosis or the more likely predatory older man grooming a young girl, yep, Miss E was captivated. Mm. Over the course of the next several years, Dr. Bergen, who in a shock to no one, was not an actual doctor at all. Oh my god, <laughs> what? I know, I'm so shook. <sighs> Oversaw all of her medical care, which mm. in reality consisted of him convincing her that she suffered from ail- ailments she simply did not have, which would be miraculously cured for the right price. Allegedly, through his powers of hypnotic persuasion, he would convince her that she had bouts of paralysis, muscle cramps, and other unexplainable aches and pains, which honestly makes sense. Like, if guided meditation to a suggestible recipient 
can alleviate pain, who's to say that it can't also create it? Create it. Yeah, I think that they're honestly two sides of the same fucking coin. And I feel like if you just spent enough time thinking about and focusing on a body part, like eventually it would feel pain. Don't you think? Or just focusing on pain. Yeah. This person is suggesting... Yeah, pain is just is is just a series of synapses in the brain, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So like it's neurological communication. Yeah, theoretically if you were to concentrate with like mental energy right. enough, you yeah. might be able to realign those synapses and mm-hmm. same thing goes for like something that wasn't painful before. And when you're a suggestible fucking teenager without a fully mm-hmm. developed brain, like, of course mm-hmm. this shit could happen. Yeah. And probably just very naive, you know, like, hadn't spent much time in the big city. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, her know. first time leaving the rural farm, she fucking falls into the lap of this mm-hmm. piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So one retelling states that, quote, over and over he gave Anna, Mrs. E, Miss E, psychosomatic ailments some of them were very painful if paid what he demanded he then cured her by releasing the previous hypnotic suggestion that had made her quote-unquote sick one time he instructed her quote all the fingers of your left hand except the little finger will become stiff you cannot move them anymore Mm -hmm. and so she really like had this cramping in her hand oh my god i'm burping and The most horrific act of all, he used his influence over her to coerce her into sexual acts with him and his fucking colleagues. There we go. Friendly reminder that coercion is rape, using power dynamics to get sex is rape, offering her to his friends is trafficking. He is a rapist and a sex trafficker. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Period. Full stop. Yeah. And a statutory rapist. Yep. Mm-hmm. Often their sessions Yeah, she would was result. like maybe 14, 15 years old. At mm-hmm. the most, she's 17, which is still underage. She cannot legally consent. Well, we don't know back then, but yeah. Right, but... Morally, yeah. Yes. Morally, yes. And also, so, either way, it's fucking rape. And he's some old, gross fuck who lured her in a train car. And lied like, can about you being get, a doctor. Yeah, can you get more uh, predatory and curly mustache than that fucking horse uh, shit? I cannot. Uh, anyway, often their sessions would result in bouts of lost time or amnesia for Miss E, which is not uncommon. Like, she's being psychologically abused and yeah, sexually abused. probably blocking out on purpose Mm -hmm. so all of it makes a lot of sense so about three years into this arrangement that he had created miss e got married and became mrs e she still was very much influenced by dr bergen but her husband was not in the slightest the incident with mrs e's hand is one that her husband remembered pretty fucking well according to court records her husband stated that quote for about eight to ten weeks my wife's hand had a cramp it was impossible to bend her fingers another time for 14 days her hand was so firmly locked that the inner side was all bruised like from the nails digging into her hand oh oh yeah like even just doing that now with my fucking crazy manicure is causing me pain so his concern grew over the health uh, of his wife and also the draining of his fucking wallet because now it's mm-hmm. a coll- it's a partnership. So that money that she's giving to this mm-hmm. charlatan doctor 
it's not just her money anymore. It's their money. And so he threatened to go to authorities. Her had gotten really aggressive. Exactly, because <laughs> her hands all cramped. <laughs> Dr. Bergen was not happy about being sniffed out like this and took it upon himself to try some of his hypnotic tactics to get him off the trail. This proved unsuccessful, and Bergen was running out of options. So, like, he tried some of his tricks on Mr. E, but he was, mm-hmm. Mr. E was like, fuck you, dude. I'm not Mr. believing e any of this shit. He had to pee. Yep. He was Mystery. like a babysitting Mr. his kids. Mr. E was not his demo. No. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, the fake doctor wanted to get rid of Mr. E, but didn't want to get his own hands dirty. So, naturally, he turned to Mrs. E, who is still very much under his spell, almost seven years after meeting her on the train. I also forgot that this was a true crime podcast. So I forgot (laughs) that there was like gonna be a crime. Right. Well, I mean, (laughs) I mean, there have been crimes, but this is, this is the crime. (laughs) Yeah. So when you were like, I was like, (gasps) there have been a couple of crimes already, but like, there's been a lot of crimes. No, like murders yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But there actually won't be a murder. And that's where mm. my favorite part of this story mm. begins. Great. 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 So, great. 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 great fortunately great. for Mr. E, <laughs> Mrs. E was a terrible murderess. Yeah. <laughs> she made at least six different attempts on his life. On which her own I will, husband's life. Yep. Which <laughs> I will go over now. <laughs> I mean, and this is a dramatic retelling from a blog post I found on secretdonttell.com. <laughs> we are really, that's always the question we get from people that have clearly never listened to the show. Yo, which is, I also cite a book. I also cite a book. Cursory Google searches, that's how. WikiHow and SecretDon'tTell.com. And (laughs) PsychologyToday.com. Y'all, it's entertainment and comedy. Don't come at me. I'm citing my sources. We're not is the best I can do. We're citing it. It's yes. fine. It's on the internet. It's Obviously, secretdonttell.com is the most legit fucking thing on the planet. So yeah. just stick with me. And I quote a lot of it. So bear yeah. with me. Quote First, Bergen told her, under hypnosis as always, that she would go to a drugstore and buy a poisonous chemical used for furniture cleaning. She would then add that poison to Mr. Evans, that's where the E comes from, apparently, uh. allegedly, food. When uh, uh, She would add that chemical to his food. I'm drunk. When she got home, however, she was gripped by such a mysterious, extreme excitement that her concerned husband would not allow her to leave the house to go shopping. Since Bergen's hypnotic instructions had been specifically cued for enactment that particular evening, putting them off until the next day disempowered the urge. Oh. So her husband was like, why are you... Why are you acting... Weird. Calm down. So weird. Why are you wilding, bitch? Why is this happening? And then it was... It, like, knocked her out of her trance. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it derailed his plan. So Bergen's second murder scenario was a shooting. 
He instructed the hypnotized woman, quote, when you get home, and this is a quote within a massive quote, because I'm still quoting. When you get home, you will take the browning, which is a gun, gun. out of the desk and hide it in a more convenient place. When your husband is sleeping, get the gun. Draw the safety Annie. Annie, get the gun. Get the gun. Draw the, <laughs> the safety gun, catch. The gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. The gun they both reach for. The gun, the gun. Oh, yes, they both. Okay. Pull the upper barrel back. Hold the pistol at his temple and press the trigger. Then place the weapon in his hand so that it will seem that he had, and this is a quote, not my mm. words, committed suicide. Mm. Bergen's hypnotic command sequence had omitted an important detail. Pull the trigger. Oh, it's dumber than that. Mrs. E did take the gun out of the desk. She did hide it in a handy place. While her husband slept, she did get the gun, the gun, the gun they both reached for out of the desk. (laughs) No bullets. Yup. She released the safety catch as instructed, and she pulled the upper barrel back. She held the pistol to husband's temple and then pressed the trigger, but the gun was not loaded, so her husband was unarmed. (laughs) He probably was like, the fuck? Like, thought it was a mosquito. <laughs> like, flicks it away. He was like, the gun? The gun? The gun? <laughs> they the both gun. reached for? <laughs> oh, no. The next time, quote continues, Mrs. E was compelled to meet Bergen. She told him her husband was very upset and was seriously considering going to the police. Yeah, Wal- he, she tried to kill him twice. Twice. Two of six times. Walter, the doctor, then came up with a third plan. Give him mushrooms, he ordered. Cook harmless ones for yourself in one pan. No, like poisonous mushrooms, not beautiful, beautiful psychedelic mushrooms. Not like Um, stem. Right. (laughs) Cook poisonous ones for him in a different pan, the type with a red skin. (laughs) Consciously ignorant of the murder plan, she cooked the two kinds of mushrooms. She served herself the non-poisonous ones. She gave her husband the poisonous ones. He swallowed two spoonfuls, then left the rest on his plate because of their disgusting taste. His shitty, his wife's shitty cooking. Two hours later, the poison took effect. Stomach pains, diarrhea, and vomiting. She had no idea why her husband was sick. She gave him some mint tea. After a while, he felt better. The next murder failure definitely was caused by Mrs. E's unconscious fighting of Bergen's commands. Don't give the him hypnotist- the mint tea. Huh? Don't give him the mint tea. Well, no, the mint tea. Put no. a bullet in the gun. Just do the gun thing again, but put a bullet in it. Just kill right? him. I mean. God, just <laughs> fucking kill him. We're tired of this. Just fucking kill him. We just don't have, we don't have time for this. <laughs> well, make time because I've got more. So the net, blah, blah, blah. The hypnotists have given her a packet of white powder and instructions to slip the powder into her husband's coffee. He warned her that the powder would cause a little bubbling in the coffee and that she should take precautions so Mr. E would not notice the effervescing. Mm. As she was traveling home, Mrs. E took the powder out to look at it. Then she accidentally spilled most of it. That (laughs) evening, obeying the post-hypnotic compulsion, she put the remainder in his coffee. Even that little bit caused him severe stomach pain. He went to the doctor for treatment. 
The doctor was he, like, move out of your house with your, your wife. Your, your wife's trying to <laughs> kill you? We've been over this. Here's a phone number to call. <laughs> yeah. The doctor's like, hello. Get it together. So Bergen tried again, switching to a different, even more deadly method of hypnotic manipulation. He changed from direct murder instructions to an indirect, deceitful presentation of those instructions. He now gave Mrs. E instructions under hypnosis, which he claimed would keep her husband safe. See, Mr. E rode a motorcycle. It had a handbrake. Don't even and have to try to kill him. It'll just happen. It'll just I'm wait sorry, long people that ride motorcycles, but they're, they're really very dangerous. dangerous. But actually, they're very dangerous. Um, it had a handbrake and a footbrake. Under deep hypnosis, Bergen told her to cut the handbrake's cable because that would force Mr. Evan to use the footbrake, which was less dangerous. He then instructed her to, quote, turn the screw of the foot brake several times to the left. He explained that turning the screw in that direction would tighten it. But don't we all know righty tighty, lefty loosey? Yes. Apparently, this bitch is open. <laughs> lefty to tighty. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, maybe Mrs. E thought it was stage left. A common, <laughs> common misconception. Common mistake. So stupid. As a high school theater (laughs) professional, I often need to use stage directions in my daily life. (laughs) He explained that turning the screw in that direction would tighten it and thus keep her husband safer. This tampering resulted in an accident, but once again, no fatality. Mr. E has fucking nine lives. I love it. Classic. Thank God. Though this plan had failed again, Bergen was encouraged by having come so close to succeeding. After Mr. E was well enough to ride again and his motorcycle was back from the mechanic's shop, the hypnotist gave Mrs. E the same set of instructions again. Mr. E had another motorcycle accident. Both brakes tore through again. He was perplexed because both brakes had just been repaired. Mr. E, what the- Get f- you know it what? together. He's also very fucking suggestible. These two deserve He's each dumb. other. He's dumb. <laughs> He's dumb. She's suggestible. <laughs> but also, like, you don't want to believe the one you love is trying to kill you over Six and over again. times. I've when forgiven the, a when lot. When evidence is throwing the truth back in your face- You gotta listen. It's hard. It's hard to listen, but sometimes you just got to. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. So when his motorcycle crashed, this time he was riding alone. His arm and knee were injured, but again, he lived. When all of the attempts on her husband failed, the fake Dr. Bergen tried to hypnotize Miss E into taking her own life. I don't fucking know why. Yeah, what is Dr. Bergen even getting out of this at this point? She's your best customer. Well, (laughs) he has other customers, sadly. (laughs) But still. But it's obviously just the, it's the power thing. Yeah. He's like he's a cult not, leader. Exactly. He's yeah. not succeeding in any of his, any of these attempts to get rid of the one who's actually a threat to his right. con. Right. So he's like, fuck you. I'm going to try to get you to, to end your own life. Right. 
She did make several attempts at this as well, but fortunately was unsuccessful each time and much in part to her patient and loving husband, Mr. E, who clearly refused to die himself and wasn't about to let his <laughs> wife die either. Amazing. Finally, God after bless. all of this, Mr. E officially goes to the police. So the investigation included an intervention from a real doctor of psychology and um, like someone who studies hypnosis, who worked with Mrs. E to uncover some of her lost memories, like we talked about earlier, and put this puzzle together. Over the course of nearly 20 sessions, Miss E slash Mrs. E and the real Dr. Ludwig Meyer was able to uncover the predatory history of Bergen over Mrs. E, an ongoing abuse that lasted seven years, and Dr. Walter Bergen, the fake doctor, turned out to be Franz Walter, a con artist who had just recently been arrested in a different town where he was posing as a doctor as well. Offering Classic. free mammograms, of course. Exactly. He was Door to door. He was <laughs> touching. Honking. And he was booby honking. Mm -hmm. Honking without, and honking. Without the credentials to back up the mm -hmm. honks. Mm-hmm. So Mrs. E was able to identify him in a lineup and he was arrested and sentenced to 12 years of hard labor. And in the lineup, he was the one going, it's not me. Right. Swinging a pocket watch. <laughs> he was the one to try and get out of it. To the left. Yeah. And she Stage underwent left. Like, Stage left. Swinging. She underwent watch. some extensive <laughs> as fuck therapy and apparently lived out. Yeah, lived out the rest of her days like pretty all right. Amazing. That is good shocking. for her. Right? Good shocking. for Missy. And I that guess. is my case. Well done. Love it. I that love it. Does not sound real. You're right. I mean, <laughs> there's a court record it's in the barely real. <laughs> I love a case that's not real. Yeah. But right. it has like three blogs about it. You know who might be real? Who? Brian Stambaugh. Special thanks this week to Brian Stambaugh. Uh, I'll stand by you. you. <laughs> I'll stand by you. Okay. Oh, well, okay. Thank you also to this. Nick. Five bucks a month. Nick, you're the dick. You're the nick of the litter. <laughs> All I can think about is at the end of this bottle. Let's do this. He's really drunk. It's the best. <laughs> Thank it's, you it's to Enzunik. <laughs> I'm going to take my... I hope my this ends Zunik. Yeah, I'm going to take my <laughs> Zunik supplement so I don't catch the common gold and tip my hat to you, and Thank you to Catherine Camisa. Um... Uh, I want a commission some art from you. Mm, I want a commissia later. We're mm. commissionary for your <laughs> next. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Jillian Odell. I Adelia. Mm. I'm real grateful for your mm -hmm. 
$5 a month. Thank you, Chandler Elliot Feely. I'm really feeling it <laughs> right now. <laughs> wow, we are struggling. Thank you, Victoria Duggan. I dug in my own grave. Here I am. <laughs> 19 you. kids and counting. Thank you, Lauren Telford. I tell you. I, I'm all for you, Lauren. <laughs> thank you so much. We're all th- for it. <laughs> thank you, Courtney Holst. The Holst with the most. Thank you, Courtney. Holst your horses. Holst, I uh, holster that Kay. weapon. Juliet Roland. <laughs> Keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? Keep what? rolling, 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 rolling. Come on. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. Sorry. Thank I you. got excited. Charlie Borowitz. I got to borrow your wits because hey, I've got I, nothing for it. Yeah. You have a really nice boat. Can I borrow it? Oh. There we go, Charlie. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Charlie. You Star Cordell, I'm being real Cordell right now. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, you're a star. Mm, Make me wanna. Okay, thank you, Andrea Poli. I'm feeling a little roly poly. Poly pocket. (laughs) (laughs) You are just as cute as a poly pocket in my my pocket. Thank you. In my pocket. (laughs) Thank you, Andrea Fox. You're smart as a fucking fox. You're going to find your hound. Uh, As if that... Require as uh, a requirement uh, of the fulfillment of Thank your, you uh, to Megan Bush. <laughs> I <laughs> have a bush, <laughs> but fortunately, my partner has a special bush trimmer I'm that we are now sharing. So glad I was interrupted in to, to Emily, make that announcement in the Emily Nichols of time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Emily Nichols. Oh, dear God. Don't take any wooden nickels, Emily Nichols. <laughs> Thank I you. Had a neighbor, I had a neighbor growing up who used to tell me that all the time. Don't Thank take any you, Megan. <laughs> Don't get swindled. No last name. No help. <laughs> I'm begging for Nothing. some help, Megan. I'm begging you for mercy. I'm begging uh, you for mercy. Why don't you release me? Seriously. All right. Thank you, <laughs> Jen Wolsefer. <laughs> I feel safer. S- we'll see if I feel safer <laughs> in your presence, Jen. <laughs> Thank you to Sophie Perso, who wants to shout out, who opened up their Perso for us. <laughs> and they want to <laughs> shout out. Uh, their own wine and crime gals, Victoria and Joanna, or jo- Johanna, maybe. Johanna! <laughs> their friendship is it's the best Joanna. thing to happen to me this year, and they have really made my life so much happier during the current situation. That is a quote oh. from Sophie, not from me, because I don't know you, Victoria and Joanna, but <sighs> I feel the same 
as Sophie does about you. We've never met, and I love you <laughs> so Thank much. You Taylor Riley got us all riled up in the name mm. of in the name of Riley. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Annie White. I'm gonna make myself some Annie's white cheddar mm. mac and cheese because yeah. I'm fucking fucking. Luck hammered right now. Yep. Thank you to Fifi Jones. We got all of our wigs in New Orleans at <gasps> Fifi's Wig Shop. That place sure is the Maybe this is owned by Fifi Jones. <gasps> Maybe I'll wear my wig next recording. Yeah. Hell yeah. Doing it. Absolutely not. I'm too hot. And Even though quiet. half of my hair is a wig because I have Hair extensions. Thank you to Kelly Freels. You got me freeling real good with your increase from two to five dollars a month. (laughs) Thank you, Kelly Freels. Thank you, Amanda LeBrun. I want to make some cinnamon LeBruns right about now. (laughs) Mandy Hungry. Thank you to Sammy Frick. What the frick? Frick, there's still more special <laughs> things to get through. Frick, why is this the longest fricking special thanks of all frickin' Honey, time? Honey, it's not even the longest. Just God <laughs> damn it. We are Thank you to Faith Sadowski. Your faith has me l- leaving me not, not so Sadowski because mm-hmm. there's money rolling in. Thank you, Faith. <laughs> what are you doing? Brandy <laughs> Roberts We're robbing you blind mm. Brandy Roberts I honestly Brandy can we just talk for one minute mm. Brandy I'm so You a fine right girl Say let's say Brandy <laughs> You're a fine girl You're a fine What a good girl. wife you would be But my life <laughs> My love and my lady Is this wine Thank you to Jeannie Gordon Oh my warden We're sorry Oh my Gordon Oh my gourd, we're not even at $10 a month. Kicking up our $10 a month level, (laughs) we got Allison, who is spelled A-L-L-Y. Allison's a great ally. Thank you to Allison. I don't know why we do this. Please be an ally. (laughs) Thank you, Melissa Reyes. Quicker than a Reyes light, she's flying. I don't Nine know. Two. Madonna, I guess. Thank you to Lauren oh, Causey. You're the cause of this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You are the cause of this in a good Thank way. You. Oh. Thank you, Ashley Rulo. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. <laughs> You're the you are the exception to the Rulo. Thank you so much, there Ashley. <laughs> Thank you, Krista Hammond. I could really go for some ham, man. Mm, Seriously. I wanna go to a hamam. I wanna hold oh, your ham. Man. <laughs> Thank you to <laughs> Tiffany. Thank you for your little blue chain box. bracelets and your oh, chain necklaces. And Ricky, your- you so fine. Mickey, you so fine. You so fine. You blow my mind. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kirsten Burnson. I'm going to burn this town down. 
with some fucking <laughs> more Tiffany songs. Hey, Miggy, you're so fine. Uh, you're so, you're so fine. Am I okay? No. You're so ridiculous. Drunker than you've Ooh. ever been on the drunkest drug dive, and I no, love it so shit. much. It's absolutely not true. <laughs> Thank you to Alicia Marie Gunzel, Rapunzel, Annie, get your Gunzel. Lay down your hair, and I shall climb it to Ooh. your Bosom. Okay, trash queen or king or neither. Both <laughs> so much. We've got Aaron McAllister. Oh, it's a college. That well, my grandma went to McAllister College. Mm. So did Kofi Annan and maybe Aaron McAllister. The maybe. Fu- how the fuck do you know that? Okay. Uh, okay. We don't know. That's the beauty of it. We don't need to. Thank know. you, Nikki we can Lawrence. Just make shit up. Making shit up all uh, the time. Following the law, Nikki Lawrence. Oh, just fall in line with the law. But actually, don't. I don't fucking Defund the long arm you, of the Nikki Lawrence. <laughs> Deb War. War. <clears throat> what is it good for? Absolutely <gasps> nothing. Good God. Thank you to Christina Austin. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember when we were in Austin, Texas? Yeah. It was so cute. And we went to that natural pool. Mm-hmm. And we so peed And I might it. throw up. Remember oh, when Kenyon ate too many edibles and she couldn't be normal at that natural pool? And it was amazing. Well, that was both of us. And I went and got a tattoo after. And I spilled a lot of water. And I was like, they don't know I'm high. And guess what? They totally knew that I was high. Was I weird at the pool? I don't no, know. I, was, I wasn't even there. That was my sick day. Remember? I had you a know cold. who was weird at the pool? The yeah. person who took Logan. us to the pool. <laughs> Not. Christina I mean, Schmologan. He All won't right. listen this far. Next. Who's We're next? over it. I think me. Thank you to Katie over. I'm over it. I'm over <laughs> I'm over Logan's bizarre okay. behavior. I wasn't even. Oh my worried. god. Okay. I'm so <laughs> happy to be the person who gets to say that my good friend Elizabeth Younghaug has increased their donation from fifteen to twenty-five dollars a month. And Lucy, you have a vested interest in this beautiful soul because they were part of the pastry team at Surly Brewing that made your special cake at our oh, first yes. live show. Look at that. Oh it all my circles god! Back. Thank so, you so much, Elizabeth. I love you, baby. Oh, keep having thank the burps, you. but thank you so much, Elsbeth, for your beautiful Els cake. Els has the cutest face and the you. cutest kids, Okay, and I love her so much. Thank oh you god. to Simon Booth, a once-off donor who wants to shout out Julia King, quote, a total smarty pants who is working to finish her architecture qualifications in Australia. Australia, mate. From her mum, Kathy, and her stepfather, Simon. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cute. Thank you. Thank you to Laura Crick. Cricked. Cricked and barrel. (laughs) 
feel free to correct me on my grammar of your last name. <laughs> <laughs> correct, correct me on my pronunciation. Yo, we need to stop doing these fucking videos because we get so Turt. drunk. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Annika or Anika, Bartel or Bartle. <laughs> I'm gonna Bartle with you and tell you that you gave a once-off donation and that will buy us some mozzarella sticks when bars and restaurants open again. And I know a lot of them are open right now, but I have diabetes. We don't so count I can't it. I can't go do that shit. No. I can't do that you shit. Stay home. I make my mozzarella sticks at home. Say the fuck homemade. Thank you to Tierra Bond. I'm putting Bond. on my Tierra, Tierra right Tierra Bond. Oh, Give that us is a the Bond. best fucking name. Yeah. Doesn't even Holy seem real. Holy shit. <clears throat> Thank you to Megan Woods. We're not out of the woods yet because we got just We're a couple more close. names. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Thank you. We're not even close. Ashley Tuttle. What the fuddle, Ashley Tuttle? (laughs) Did we go to high school with you? Yeah. Ashley. No, that was Ashley Tupper and Beth Tuttle. These are two different people. But Ashley Tuttle is a portmanteau with two people's existence. Autonomous, beautiful (laughs) person. And Ashley, what do we, what do I do? Like, what do I do? Okay. Thank you what do I do to Alyssa Gates. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. What do I do? Ashley, how Kenyon do has do? no patience. It is after midnight. Thank you to Alyssa Yates. I have jet lag and... Uh, after midnight. And th- there's We're gonna no... let it all hang <laughs> Okay. She said. Last but not least, and also it I have a joke Yates. after this. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Happy birthday to Linda Shrestha, who has the same birthday as me, which is July 2nd, which is the day that this episode comes out. So happy birthday to fucking me. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Happy also, Shasta is a delicious and underrated soda Shrestha. brand. off brand. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I so said Shasta Sh- did. The Shasta you find at Aldi's is Shrestha. I got, I'm going to shit my pants. I got a joke. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm hungry. So I punched something really hard the other day and I broke my Who? pinky. Why? But on the other hand, I'm okay. I love you all, and I'm gonna go now. Gotta go. Love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Bye bye. I fucking hate you. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers. Hi, I'm Kim. And I'm Jennifer. We're the hosts of the podcast Inebriated Input. Every other week, we get drunk and answer your questions. 
Whether it's how to handle a breakup or your latest roommate drama or just what you should buy if you're getting a cat, we're here for you. While drinking a lot. And being generally charming and funny. Inebrated Input is available on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or basically anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And you can find more info at inebriatedinput.com. Cheers! Cheers!